All right. Welcome to another episode of Harbor City Local TV uh, in association with Space Coast Podcast. This is the Punk in the Park follow-up edition, hanging out with uh, Rob and Tony from uh, 518 Underground Skate Shop. What's up, guys? What's happening? How you doing? Uh, you guys also know Rob from uh, Traditionals, Brews and uh, Brews, Shaves and whatever shaves and brews <laughs> uh, with his wife becca and then tony over at standard collective uh with his girl elena so yeah punk in the park first year done quite a success how do you guys feel i'm stoked still yeah yeah i'm still in awe about it yeah riding the high yeah definitely um it was a big day it was a long day it was a the only real stress of the day i guess was the weather you know, it, were you guys glued to the radar like I was all day long? Yeah, I was looking up all day. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Every time someone came up to me talking about the weather, I said, we don't talk about it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't talk about it. But it was amazing to see the, it, it was just black, and it just kept parting right around us. Yeah. I think we had an hour of uh, rain a bit, um, soft rain, and other than that, it was pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. no hiccups. Yeah, no hiccups, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you guys have any <coughs> any highlights? You want to chat about first? I just, uh, all the bands were awesome. Mm-hmm. First off, vendors killed it. Sponsors, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was definitely. It was, was good. The skateboarding never same, stopped. Yeah. Everyone from the minute that ramp was set up. It, it, yeah. When the rain came, I was like, oh man, skating's done. And then as soon as the, the rain stopped, they're out there with blowers, uh, drying off the. dry and fly with those guys. Yeah, no, it was great. Around, yeah. yeah, they were prepared for the, ski, uh, the, the squeegees, the mops. Yeah. yeah. Like there was no, there it was like, a, you know, there was no taking, yeah. you know, that ramp away. Yeah. yeah. And again, that's the goat ramp guys. We appreciate goat ramp coming out, having fun with us. Yeah. Uh, the uh, you brought up the bands. Uh, we definitely appreciate the bands coming out. Uh, we hope they had a good time. The, you know, they this was a community charity event, so uh, the bands came out and played for for food and beer, and we appreciate them coming out and doing it. A lot of them came from Orlando and the surrounding areas. Uh, and Rob, you know those bands, you know probably more than any of us. Some of those guys were uh, legends in a different way, right? Skaters and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of the, uh, I mean, a lot of those guys have been in bands for years, too, mm-hmm. plus skateboarding, surfing scene. I mean, yeah. um, there's so many to name, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, it could, they, a lot of those guys go way back in the scene and everything. Yeah, the uh, Face First guys, right? They just put out yeah, a video, Yeah, that's uh, Rick Agro and uh, Tim, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Payne mm-hmm. from Team Payne, the owner. Uh, that was one of their, I think, their third show, possibly. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. Which is yeah, pretty awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, and they uh, guys from Andrew WK are also in that band. Yeah, um, nice. So some yeah. clout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick's a, Rick's a pretty famous tattoo artist out of Orlando area. Mm-hmm. Does a lot of the flog and Molly cruises and stuff like that. And everybody knows Team Pain. Right. But, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else came out? I, I know we had a lot of uh, you know skating sponsors. Who else was kind of a part of the event that yeah, I see? You got keep verting keeping vert dead on your hat so we had some yeah. uh we had uh juice magazine dan uh which sponsored it from california we had um oh god uh common youth common youth from california it's aj nelson and his crew some powell guys uh keeping vert dead which is a local florida company um all i need skateboards from uh, Pawtucket, rhode island um which uh our rider timmy canute skates for them pro awesome. and uh speed lab which is a great company from Arizona. They also hooked everything up. So around the country. Yeah. Punk in the Park is international or national, mm-hmm. I guess. It'll be yeah. international. Yeah, nice. We'll be international next year. That's right. Um, yeah. Mike Rogers showed up from from uh, Grand for Life. Yes. Got, got to chat with him for a minute. Yep. Rodney Mead, <clears throat> uh, yeah. another big uh, embassy right. guy. And, yeah. Um, it's, I feel like there was a lot of old heads there. Yeah. What, what's, that, what's that one cat, the, the six-year-old skater who was ripping? He's been around forever. Oh, that uh, Mark Lake? Did he? No, stay? Mark. Mark. I don't. I didn't see Mark there. I can't remember. I, was I it Murphy? Uh, something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but there was like a sixty-five-year-old yeah. skater. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just. Cholo dogged. was out there. He's yeah. original that Z was boy from uh, Hawaii. <laughs> so. Uh, I think that sixty-five-year-old skater was Rob Polak, actually. Was nice. It? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but there was young kids, and then and then the, we had the the roller girls. Again, Rob Polak. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 The. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, what's their group called again? Sib. The, C- yeah. the CIB. Chicks and bowls. Chicks and bowls. Yeah. Um, and and they did a little competition first yeah. before the guys yep. got out there. Um, so there was uh, three winners, right? Yeah, there was uh, the Eva mm-hmm. was first place. Uh, Piper won second place, and Ash and Jess uh, tied at third. Right. Nice. And then obviously Jill Coza and Snap Happy did a killer job yeah. judging that whole thing. It was awesome. Yeah, they were great. Um, uh, Snap was also a sponsor with her um, Savvy Vinyl Records. Um, definitely check them out. But that was that was a great way to kind of start the day, you know. And uh, and uh, Koza out there, uh, both of them actually, they're they're Team Koza, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, her son was out there ripping it up too. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah, he's rides for five eighteen also. Yeah, Jack yeah, the Ripper. Yep, Jack. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it was a great way to start. Um, they were kind of. Uh, force their way in they're like no we want to do this we're going to do this yeah yeah and it, it was, and i appreciate that yeah that particular area was pretty much a highlight of the entire day with yeah. the girls and the guys it was yeah it's pretty cool man yeah definitely and the um i mean there was some female skateboarders out there too but it was <laughs> once the skateboarding took over it was male heavy but uh and then setting up right in front of that skate ramp there was 518 that was us convicted printing lake skateboards yep. Um, Pineapple is another sponsor. It was a great spot to just be all day. Music in the band shell, skate ramp and goat ramp out there all day. Um, it did help. <clears throat> food trucks were adjacent to the ramp yep. and the beer tent. <laughs> yeah. It's a beer tent, ramp, food trucks. It was like everything you need right there. Yeah, and you can tell by the excitement in our voices. We're, we are still a little up from, <laughs> from this event. So, we yeah, we had the skating. Uh, was there – who who was uh, controlling the uh, – the skateboard competition. So Corey Cowherd and uh, Jr. were the two main guys running that whole show. Which props to you guys, you killed it on that one. Yeah. How, how did that work? What what was the uh, the so, prizes and stuff? So like we that? did bangers for bucks. We had a five hundred dollar purse, uh, which we it just they they divvy out the money differently mm-hmm. on the tricks. And then we had a ton of skateboards, shirts, hats, stickers, all kinds of stuff that these companies gave us to just hand out to these guys. Nice. Um, so everybody at least went home with food, gas money, stuff like that. Kind of helps out. Right. Skaters are stoked on that. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Gas money these days. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and just having a crowd to skate in front of. Yeah. You know, the skaters. You know, I mean, you, you bust a check. You you look right. around. Who saw that? Right. I need right. a witness. Yeah. The entire you know. day at that. It's just. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of thank yous all day. People were definitely stoked for this they were waiting for it and and like you said there was a lot of you know older people out you know the older punks came out that you know (laughs) sometimes we have these shows at night we play we do a lot of local music and you know it's it can be hit and miss with the show but it's because it's at 11 o'clock at night it's at midnight and these guys you know they're just not coming out right (laughs) yeah but um but you got to see exactly what type of music and punk community that we have here in, in Brevard uh, and, and the surrounding areas. We had a lot of people come in from out of town. But um, I remember it was uh, very family friendly. You know, no liquor, just one beer tent. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the ramp for the kids. So mm-hmm. you had like multiple generations able to hang out and, and enjoy, you know, common ground. So, I mean, just for families. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you go to some of the local shows and uh, uh, especially some of the shows at Rubik's these people are bringing out their kids to the show you know and and i think brevard needs a little more of an all ages situation because it is passing the torch a bit mm-hmm. and creating the community um so yeah the skating was a big highlight uh, and what else uh tony oh well geez. get some uh, words in there uh, tone yeah. let's go um all the bands were great i, I mm-hmm. don't know um I was stuck in a store most of the day. Yeah, how that which was down? fantastic. The yeah. store was um, because of the event. It brought a lot of people down and right. su- supported all the business in the area, which obviously is a, a major part of why we do these things is to really bring attention to what we do and support all the businesses. No, definitely, and that's why you know we try to other than EGAD having a be in the art district and having a band shell, uh, it is that type of business <laughs> district too um, that supports what we want to do and in turn brings people to what you're doing now 
Tony again is the is the art director of Punk in the Park. He did a lot of our shirts, um, designs, uh, all the koozies that you bought. All of that was developed by Tony at Standard. The sick banners we had up on the stage. Yeah, the those banners, are cool. The hats they came out great. You know, yeah, everything was designed by Tony over at Standard Collective. Um, so they're not just a printer. If you need design or leather work, you can always stop into Standard and uh, chat with Tony about that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, it, the designs were interesting, and you know, since we're bringing that up, wait, where did you get those ideas? Actually, through conversation with Rob, we yeah. we kind of collaborated on that, and you know, we want something that represented punk rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Something offensive, but not too offensive. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, Fine line. It, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, um, just with what's going on in the world and stuff too, and all the crazy. Yeah. Chaos. I think um, the designs kind of represent what's happening, and you know, the nukes, at w- the nukes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, being on the, uh, you know, the the nonprofit side of this event, sure. you know, uh, and doing a lot of lo- the logistics, you know, you, you got to kind of double take at it. And, sure. and when you sent me the, the art for the billboard, and I sent that over to uh, Carol Distributing, thank you, Carol, for the billboard. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I thought about it, I was like, man, I just sent them, like, there's going to be this artwork up on billboards. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, like, giant. <laughs> <laughs> it was subtle, though, you know. It was it subtle. Was subtle. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, yeah. if, if you can call it fun. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, and, you know, there's still some, some merch left, not much, but... Uh, yeah, and next time we have a Harbor City event coming, <coughs> buy it up. Uh, you still got some uh, Punk in the Park merch over at Standard? Well, we can always print it on demand. Yeah, so, print it yeah. on demand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we were able to, uh, Convicted Printing was another sponsor. Uh, they're out of Tampa. And uh, Tony did the artwork, but they donated 100 uh, shirts to us uh, for the day. And to bring up convicted printing, that was another thing that happened during the day. And it was subtle. I don't know if anyone really, uh, you know, focused on it too much. But a lot of these people that uh, sponsored are nonprofits in their own right and have agendas in their own right. Uh, One being convicted printing, that the proceeds of what they do goes to battle uh, human trafficking. Um, we had the Brevard uh, Prevention Coalition, another sponsor, come out, uh, and, and they are dedicated towards um, communicating and battling uh, and, uh, substance abuse. Uh, to Write Love on Our Arms came out, battling uh, you know mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, and so there was, it was a, a, a grand community day in a lot of different ways. Uh, and, and it's hard to focus on those things, but they were there, they made their presence known. And I think it, you know, it's, it's just nice to have, you know, that level of interest in what we're doing um, from all sides. So yeah, we, we, you know, we got bombs on billboards, but we... <laughs> they love bombs. Yeah, they love bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, back to what you're saying too. It's a testament to like the punk rock scene to have mm-hmm. brands or um, the printers with a mission and, and mm-hmm. donating money to really great causes. Right. And I think um, I think a punk rock the punk rock scene's a testament to they're good good human beings. Yeah. You know, just because it's loud music doesn't mean they don't have a positive message. Well, and yeah. you know, all music kind of has its gamut of you know goes from knuckleheads to you know sure. uh, positive situations. I remember being young watching a uh, an interview with Ice Cube and they were talking to him about gangster rap and you know and he's like you can't blame me for you know these horrible people doing this you know this this hit, speaking this on it right? yeah, yeah you know and just because they they're not great doesn't you can't you know bring down a whole genre right and and punk rock has that you know um, I know a, a lot of what I do you know being in the nonprofit and educator and stuff a lot of that came from punk rock ideals um, so um, you know when I when I think about those things uh, I can't discount what I have grown from punk rock right for know? sure yeah. um, well excellent uh, and so we talked about bands a bit uh, and maybe let's pull up a band let's do a video for uh, one of the highlights of the day it was a band out of Orlando called Vicious Dreams uh, and check them out they uh, they have some new video out some new music coming out uh, and 
we got pic- pics of them. Lunar Lux uh, Photography was a uh, uh, one of the photographers on um, the day, and you could check them check out their Instagram and Facebook for a lot of pics. They really liked uh, Vicious Dreams, so there's a lot of pics of them. Uh, but we're gonna do Vicious Dreams bumper cars. We're gonna pull up a video right now. That was a fun video. Vicious Dreams out of Orlando. Um, They're up for, if you check out uh, in Orlando, they're doing like best of right now if you're into those types of things. And I think they're on the list. They are on the list for best punk band in in Orlando. Uh, So you can go vote for them. But um, Amanda, the singer, also runs uh, Chain Killer. Uh, She was one of the vendors of the day. Uh, So you can check out their Instagram for the... uh, chain jewelry that they do uh but yeah they're fun they're uh definitely got that old school feel yeah we had we had yeah. some we had some good um classically influenced punk out there i think you know not, not not a whole lot of emo just a lot of good just drums and power chords and just you know good good vocals <laughs> yeah no <laughs> what do you want to say Rob? <laughs> we just kept some of the emo stuff out okay, i mean that's yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, between the Speed Spirits <laughs> earlier and now Vicious Dreams, I mean, it definitely has that old school feel. Uh, and that's, you know, what was interesting about the, the list that Rob put together is that it, it didn't just have one, you know, it wasn't just one genre of punk all day. And, and I don't think people understand how uh, diverse punk can actually get. Uh, and it's even more diverse than what was shown in those 13 bands. Um, it, was that like a conscious decision? Yeah, I mean, we we wanted to keep it kind of like the skate style bands yeah, yeah. while skating was going on, right? And then, but we kind of mixed it. Mm-hmm. We had some some bands were harder than others, right? Four thirty, yeah. 430 we put them steps. in a, a kind of a you know weird position, yeah. And then uh, I forgot who was after them. We did uh, uh, casket culture, yeah, casket culture, which is yeah. a totally yeah that, opposite that, of that horror steps. punk. So yeah, kinda, yeah. I think the mix was. I think it worked out perfect. It worked out great. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate those out there that wanted to destroy each other during 4.30 for keeping it uh, keeping it sweet <laughs> mostly during the day because uh, they, they definitely bring it, and they, and they want you to, uh, to have fun out there, and fun to them is the same thing as it's fun to us, you know, but I uh, appreciate you keeping it good. Um, so then that brought us, you know, later on, because we had such a great day and everyone – 
you know, uh, appreciated each other and had fun. We were to get to TSOL, and if you missed TSOL, I saw him at debauchery a few years back, and that was great. It was fun. But this was amazing. This, uh, you know, shout out to the ResPro guys for the sound. um, Because what came out was uh, legit. I don't know how else to put it. It was... um, uh, what did you know? What did you feel, or how did you know TSOL feel about uh, what happened? I was definitely stoked. <laughs> I mean, definitely uh, to be a part of that whole thing. And I, I've seen those guys in the early '80s and debauchery, mm-hmm. um, but this was by far like one of the best times I've ever seen them. Um, they were stoked. Mm-hmm. They were completely happy with everything. The whole entire gig was 100% for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it 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 legitimized what we did here a bit, bringing them in. Uh, when Rob said we had TSOL, like my my head was like, okay, <laughs> you know, um, great. How do we how do we make this work for them? How do we make this work for us? You know, there's you know when you bring that in like that to a free event, um, you know, it's a level of making sure everyone stays happy. And uh, and thank you to the community out there. It, it really worked out. Um, and I'm glad that they were happy. Uh, and we also had some other celebrities in the crowd uh, for TSOL. We had, uh, what's her names from? Uh, Tony Forrester from uh, Municipal Waste, uh, local guy hangs out. And uh, Frank Novak from Hatebreed came out and hung out with us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Frank does have a spot out at uh, Renegers yes. out there where he sells some records and stuff. Uh, and so, you know, that's understand that th- this is the community that you live in you know these people live here so uh this isn't really a, a while it might be new to the city it might be new to a lot of what's going on there this has lived here for a really long time um and we we're glad that we got to put it out there and uh, promote it in in the way that we see it i know there's a lot of stigma that comes to the idea of punk because it took us a while to find insurance for this, mm-hmm. um, but uh, don't let the word scare you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it couldn't have been a better day. It was so fun. Now we do have uh, the singer of TSOL. What's his name? Jack Grisham. Jack Grisham. Uh, he took some video of our crowd. Uh, we got a couple um, little just snippets here of what happened uh, during TSOL. We're going to share those with you. Yeah, let me get it get on full screen here. All right, check this out. So this was the crowd during TSOL from TSOL standpoint. Stage view. Yep. And it looks like such a little... Uh, you you know, sure Tony's not standing on stage right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> so this is why they were stoked. Yeah, look at that. What a fun crowd. And then we got a little video of uh, when they were playing here. This is what makes it for me, too, everybody's faces right now. Everyone's yeah. having yeah, a great time. Happy. Just a great community event. And then we have uh, another one. Let's go ahead and blow this one up. Let's see if I can't get full screen. That's about as much as it's going to allow us. Thanks for the video, Squirrel. Oh, that's these. And I thought there was a no moshing policy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there was a no moshing policy. <laughs> Oops. I, it, you will never hear me say that there wasn't right. out of my, you know. <laughs> yeah, there I mean, was a no moshing yeah, policy. I mean, that looks more like slam dancing to me, it, not, yeah. not yeah, moshing. Right. Anyway, I mean, exactly. yeah. you know? I don't see anyone hitting each other. So. <laughs> no, just some circle dancing. Yeah, yeah some circle dancing. <laughs> the old loopholes in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how fun. What a great time, man. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a great day. A lot, of, a lot of video evidence, a lot of uh, social media posts. So yeah. thanks, everybody, for Nothing posting. Nothing but positive, too. Yeah, it's yeah, just, you know. Stuff. And there's a lot of business people there. Uh, Steve from Kogo Buzz was there. He provided the free inter- yeah. internet with us during Kogo the day. Um, the Space Swap ladies were there. They're, they run another nonprofit. Heather Everett was August a sponsor. Uh, who's her husband? Richard Everett. Both, yeah. And, and what does he do again? He is a uh, he's an engineer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean, you know, you talk about a diverse uh, setting with a lot of you know people that actually are making strong differences in the uh, in the area. It was it was really great to see. Yeah, we had um, I think there was just a lot of people who who fumbled a- along. 
who mm-hmm. were like just in the area who ended up coming in. I saw a lot of faces that were very surprised. They didn't know what was what, what was going on. As someone who was kind of doing the rounds mm-hmm. and and I was also helping with security and people were just like, hey, what is this? What's going on? And there was lots of education and they mm-hmm. all like stayed and hung out. So it was like a like a nice welcome surprise for the neighborhood as well. It was. Yeah. The, uh, we had about an hour of light rain and th- there was a part of me that thought, oh man, this is it. And you know it, the the crowd thinned just a tad, and then once it dried up, like I I thought people left for, but I found out that they all just went and enjoyed EGAD for an hour. Yeah, so they were spending money, and then all of a sudden they all just flooded back and um, you know brought the party back. I'm just in time for a 60-foot giant. That's her. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you l- l- planned it. You had it all planned. <laughs> l- luckily, the area is, you know, supported by a lot of not only the sponsors, but also the neighboring businesses. So mm-hmm. people were able to go to Kava Bar or go to Pineapples and seek refuge there. So for a indoor-outdoor kind of, you know, event, I mean, it, I think it could even expand a little bit if it wanted to. I mean, you know, because this is a very organic thing that just happened. It, it um, really is. Yeah. It really is. Um, you know, luckily it was, it was structured well. Rob, you know, uh, put together a great lineup and uh, coordinated with TSOL and um, and the whole skate situation. I mean, it was just, I don't even know what to say, really. Yeah. It was great. But, you, but you're right. You know, uh, some of our sponsors like The Cottage, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Island Root Cava, Pineapples, Intracoastal, and then Traditionals, you know, yeah. got to benefit not only you know from the the rain delay but uh you know after the event you know that's why we end these events you know around nine o'clock we don't want the late night knuckleheads and uh but we also want to you know we're we're in the town you know we want them to go spend their money in the town uh and and i think the town appreciates them that for sure yeah it was a popular day for the creamery uh, people walking around with ice cream all day. Um, I had some support. People brought me uh, some ice cream because I was standing on the corner, uh, making sure you know the the pets you know were yeah um, the not park. allowed and you know and, and other things. So um, no, it was it, hands down just a great community. I mean, yeah. everybody who who wanted to be there showed up, and I think the vendors had a good time. I think the vendors you know who showed up and were there, they were getting a lot of traffic. Um, you know, a lot of inquiries as to what they do, why they do it, and so um, I'm not, I didn't get any feedback from from vendors from anybody. Are they going to be coming back? Did yeah, they- um, I did he- get some emails afterwards from a few vendors, uh, specifically a couple uh, of the vendors that do a lot of the EGET events already. Right, uh, that they're they're enjoying what we're doing down there. You know, it's not just the typical you know farmers market or the you know typical market on a on a weekend uh now these are special events you know we're not mm-hmm. doing these every month so you know you, you got to put that in perspective uh but the space coast music festival and now punk in the park you know they're really looking forward to those type of events because they do bring out people that aren't out all the time mm-hmm. so they have a great day because right. you know they it's someone it's a lot of people that it's it's not just the vendor side it's the consumer side that it's an it's a day for them they're mm-hmm. out seeing things that they don't really get to see very often so they spend their money yeah and it's that exposure like you said right. and you it know? brings a lot of new people to the community mm-hmm. right from all over florida that never been to ogalley right i, I mean or, you know it's just a and especially with those special I- items so there was a lot of vendors that were like specific to that crowd right. and then there were people with like plants yeah. right who would normally show up at the farmer's market probably see the same you know 50, 100 people, and now they were surrounded by thousands of people who maybe weren't tuned into what they do. So right. exposure galore for everybody. Definitely. And there, and there were some of those specialty-type punk vendors that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they do events and they and they attend um, shows and stuff, and uh, for them to be in, in this type of situation was uh, definitely uh, a, a time for them to push their product, you know, to that, that, to that bigger audience um because it's the same thing with the live shows you know when a band plays every weekend you know you end up diluting your your audience because you know someone can always say well i'll go see them next weekend i'll go see them next weekend it's the same thing for these types of situations you know if if you see something one one week that you you want and you know that vendor is going to be out next week you know you might put it off sure Uh, but with these types of situations these are specialty (laughs) situations and, uh, and the vendors definitely look forward to it. You don't want to yeah. flood the music scene too much because then yeah. people are going to get bored and are not going to come out and support. Right. That's the problem with that. But. Yeah. There, there, there is a thing called uh, over dilution, you know, mm-hmm. where it's just like it just becomes almost too, too, too much. And right. already there's a lot of events for people to choose from. 
So it makes sense for you know you to you to have something, pick a date, and then let people look forward to it. They you know there's that urgency to make sure that they they get there because you know there isn't one just you know right right or four, five others that same weekend. You know it's yeah. just like no, this is it. This is the one per year. You can't miss it. And to bring it to the venue level, I mean there are some good venues in the area that are fighting the fight for you know this type of music, Rubik's and Iron Oak and uh, debauchery sometimes. And, but it is that kind of situation where, you know, some of the older crowd's not going to come out that late. Right. Uh, and, and then just if, if there's two punk rock shows in this town on the same night, I mean, you're kind of fighting each other. And it's something that I think that these venues should consider right. a bit. Uh, to you know, almost communicate that way too. The other thing too yeah. goes back to the age thing we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Doing twenty one and up shows eliminates fifty percent of a punk rock show crowd. Yeah, right. Um, That's why Rubik's does okay because right. it is an all ages. Place. I do all ages shows in mm-hmm. Iron Oak. We ban the kids. Yep. Everything works out perfectly, and it it, it doubles my crowd. Yeah, a hundred percent. A lot of the old guys, like you said, they're not gonna. They're not coming out anymore a lot to these later shows. Yeah. The younger kids are. And it makes it's sense. I mean, I, when I was 12, 14, you know, and stuff, yeah, I, I was at a show every freaking weekend, right. you know. Um, but, you know, my dad wasn't. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, just trying to create the not only the all-ages shows, but also the comfort for um, these types of shows being attended, really you know and uh supported and and on our end made secure you know type yeah well having again the multi-generation because mm-hmm. because i know my friends have kids now and they may only be 13 14 but they're they're being influenced mm-hmm. and now is the time to like well if you're going to be influenced by music and and try to find you know a culture that vibes with you We'll, we'll check out the punk scene mm-hmm. and then see if, you know, skating and, and, and punk rock and art and those kind of things that go along with it make sense to you and get, get given that that exposure. Because, yeah, it's, it's hard to bring in, you know, a, a 14 year old to a 21 and over bar, mm-hmm. you know, especially at 11, right. 11 o'clock at night or something. You know, it just it's just not conducive. So now with that split generation kind of thing where us guys, you know, prefer to get bed by 10, you know, we have responsibilities, <laughs> but we also have the kid that we want to kind of help, you know, kind of influence and, and show them what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I saw these guys when I was your age, but how do you do that when, you know, when, when every venue is a bar, you know, right. and 21 right. or over. Right. And, uh, and I know I keep bringing up Rubik's, but they, they have a good opportunity to um, support it in that, in that way. I'd, I'd like to see and help them you know, create a, you know, that type of atmosphere a little more, um, social media and stuff. I don't mean to call you guys out, but there's, <laughs> there's some stuff that, you know, could be, you know, repositioned to, uh, cause I mean, they, they have games there. I mean, it's, it's a, it's more of a fun place than it is a mm-hmm. venue. Um, but uh, yeah. But, but as we grow, again, it starts with you know creating the culture. Yeah. The culture starts with you know fun shows like this. Yep. And then it, that just breeds more and more momentum, and and then before you know it, you know you're doing multi-day fests, and, and who knows what could come out of it. Well, and and you're right because you know these types of things in bigger cities aren't really, you know, we're not having this footloose conversation of mm-hmm. you know what's a, a acceptable in a small right. community, you know. Um. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah. And a lot of that is driven through, you know, art districts and right. art communities. And, uh, you know, we all think back to where a lot of this started in the, uh, you know, New York and stuff and, you know, the late 70s and, uh, and over in uh, England. And, um, you know, these things were born out of art communities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if we can see that, you know, kind of cultivated over in the arts district, I think that's you know responsible but also i think that's um valuable to melbourne well 100 because yeah. you, you got to be real rounded you know mm-hmm. art can't just be two-dimensional it's got to be three-dimensional it's got to be some audible it's got to be you know taste it's mm-hmm. you know it's, it's got to encompass everything that's art right right so and i think i think egad has that opportunity yep uh we got uh what derek's over there right now finishing up his uh art installment uh, yeah. uh, the yeah. Dreamland yeah. sponsor of the yeah. This is the last weekend, I believe. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a fashion show over there. Nice. I like how he finishes up with a fashion show. Sure, I mean <laughs> putt putt and fashion. Putt right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the newest styles for the fairway. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
if you haven't stopped by dreamland though it's a uh it's an art installment but it's a mini golf situation go check it out uh he's also got his uh art camp this summer for kids mm. uh, and you know speaking of you know connecting that for the next generation uh, it's a pretty cool thing that they're doing over there to also build up the education side of the arts district um, I know the the new director uh, Kathy of uh, EGAD over there wants to reinvent the uh, <coughs> the education center that'd be wise yeah now I mean you guys are EGAD staples I mean how, how do you see something like this or other events on uh, changing the scope or maintaining the scope of, of what EGET is. Uh, kind of back to what you're saying about bringing out certain vendors that um, are local artists in their own right, whether they're taxidermists or mm-hmm. um, painters or, or what have you, they get exposed to a, a totally different crowd because of festivals like this. Right. And they're all in our, our backyards, which is great. Bavard County really does, I mean, Melbourne produces a lot of amazing artists, skateboarders, Mm-hmm. Um, all around sure. artists that don't get exposure unless they go to big cities. Right. So I think for us it's important, and we probably touched on this before, that we keep it here. And I always would get the question, like, when I first opened, like, why don't you open this in Miami or L.A. or Orlando? And, like, well, if everybody that's trying to do something cool and positive leaves town, mm-hmm. then who's going to do it, you know? Right, and, right. And so I think being a staple in, in EGAD, you know, we've been there for almost seven years now, and Rob and them have been there almost five, like, you know, they they encompass, yeah, they have a bar and a barbershop, but you walk in and you feel at home and it feels artsy and it's punk rock and mm-hmm. it, it really- Where it everybody comes. knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cheers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know, I think all any time we have events, whether it's a punk rock fest or, unfortunately, last weekend there was some, a festival that was supposed to happen, but- the, It got rained yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it got rained out. It brings people down there, and um, those people may not come to a galley and under, even understand that we're in, in an up-and-coming arts district. Right. Or like, even though I've been in business 12 years and been in, in O'Galley 7, every single day I got people coming in, I didn't realize you were here. Yeah. And I'm on the corner. Like, I don't know how you miss it. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> I'm sure you've driven by this a thousand yeah, a times. A thousand times, but it's the, those yeah. events that get them to stop yeah. and get them to walk around and support the local businesses. So it's, it's, it's important that that people come out and support these things for sure. Right, and you know, and that always brings me back to the idea of responsibility, like, sure. you know, being able to do these things, yeah. and if we do them correctly, and they're always that, you know, fun family sure. situation, then we get to cultivate our culture. Well, it's like before know. we opened the skate shop, mm-hmm. that was our venue, Yeah, and we had all ages shows, and it was fantastic, and we had, you know, mm-hmm. AF there, and we had G Love play there. We had a lot yeah. of really good shows in that yeah. small space, and we didn't make much money, but it they, well, was, it was yeah. still it was, it was for the was community. Awesome. Yeah, Slackers, Slackers was my favorite night. Epic, yeah, yeah. It was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, we've been doing it for a while. It's just now yeah. finally, you know, getting the recognition right. because of these bigger events mm-hmm. and the city allowing it to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you're right, you know, a lot of different types of artists. You know, you brought up Taxidermy. Heather was out there with yeah, uh, Sleeping yeah. Sirens, another sponsor. Uh, if you got a free umbrella, it probably says Sleeping Sirens on it. Uh, you can thank other marketing. Clark. It's yeah, marketing. no, it was great. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, – and, and you're right. It's, um, you know, there's there's two sides to this coin, and uh, but you guys are there every day. So you have to have your say. For sure. You know, yeah. and um, – so yeah excellent uh now with traditionals uh you know you are the punk rock bar and a lot of people like what you're you know the 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 vision that you have created in there i know i see always a lot of different pictures i've taken a ton of pictures in there just because it looks cool Mm -hmm. well one of our bands from uh punk in the park uh porch coffin actually did some live recording in there uh, for a video and we're going to pull them up here for their song uh, Broken Lazy. What up Joey? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, These guys crushed it man. They were so good. Sound live, man. Yeah. 
It's a good mix. Coffin. Zoom to black. Yeah. That wasn't good. Yeah, that was one take. Yeah. That was a one take kind of video. I, li- I liked it a lot. Yeah. The, the bar looks so good. Yeah, you That's get what see it. It looks so much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but how did how did all those people sitting at the bar just not bang ahead like one <laughs> time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, you know, they're there for filler. It's yeah. not yeah. yeah. Alright, whatever we do, don't re- yeah. respond to the music. Yeah. Right, right, you know, even yeah. if it's like, yeah. oh I, I seen, love that. I seen Colleen regulating back there. Uh, now you guys, uh, there's a pretty big event at Traditionals on Friday. Uh, Tony Egan yes. is a um, local musician. He's been around for a really long time. Been in a bunch of bands. He's moving to Cali, uh, so a lot of his musician friends are kind of throwing a bit of a party at Traditionals on Friday. Uh, and I know my drummer Nick is going to play some uh, some songs. Um, there's about I- nine. There's about nine people, and I, yeah. unfortunately, I don't have all the names right, right now. Uh, Ryan Blount's playing. Yeah. Um, Damien Sumi. Yes. Um, a, I, yeah, I didn't bring the info with me, but it should be a pretty cool. <laughs> Tony's moving out night. of town and should be really good. So come give uh, Tony a high five and a hug. Take care of Colleen while you're at the bar. And uh, yeah, Friday night should be a lot of fun. Uh, anything going on, else going on this weekend? Any good? Not to, to my knowledge, no. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a nice little quiet weekend. Down yeah. nice quiet weekend. <laughs> you know, bring the whole family out for uh, <laughs> yeah. a little shopping and ice cream. Yeah. And maybe a beer, you know? Yeah. What's yeah, this nice. weekend? Is this weekend the 24th? Uh, or 25th? Isn't that uh, Intra's Bacon Beer Bash? That is uh, Saturday. Saturday. Oh. Saturday. Five new bacon beers over there, actually. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop into Intracoastal Saturday uh, for the uh, Bacon Beer Bash. There'll be some music. Um uh, against the grain, another sponsor just had their 20 year anniversary there. I know they still have some beers there available uh, and made specifically for them, but they have their bacon beers uh, this Saturday. And uh, didn't they do an ice cream at the creamery with one of their bacon beers? Didn't, didn't, you, ha- didn't yes. you have that? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? I haven't <laughs> yeah. tried it, but I, I'm going today. Yeah. I got to try that. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, traditionals uh, Friday night, intercoastal during the uh, Saturday day. And uh, then the rest of EGAD, Pineapples, uh, Island Root Cava, The Cottage. Um, 
Hit them up. Standard Collective. Standard. <laughs> <laughs> Always Standard Collective. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always Standard Collective. Because you got you to look good while you're, you know, in EGAD. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come shop, get an outfit, drink yeah. a beer, get some ice cream, have a beer. Mm-hmm. I, I really love this Opavi, you oh, know, so thing my, that you're wearing. My, my knockoff. Yeah. yeah. Lo- love it. Yeah. 100%. So good. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a kickflip. Right. You guys have any parting words? <clears throat> oh, gosh. I know. I just want to say I'd, I'd like to thank uh, all of our sponsors for this whole event we had. Without you guys, it would not have been possible. So thank each and every one of you guys. Um, all the vendors, all the volunteers, the skaters, just everybody who was involved and everybody who came from all over Florida, man, which mm-hmm. was there's people from as far as Jacksonville hmm. to Miami that all came out together right. and uh, – just uh, thank everybody. It was just yeah. a, it was a great event. I appreciate. Well, oh, thank you, Steve, too, for all your hard work. And I'm sure, yes, not yeah, of course. People thank you. Saying that, but you, yes. like, you and Rob, I mean, pulled it off this time in a big way. And it's, um, I know there's a lot of behind the scenes crap that you got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, you well, did a fantastic you did a lot job of behind the scenes. I mean, all the artwork and everything. We wouldn't, you know, we. Yeah, it's it was a good team. Any it was, of it was a good team. And speaking of those works. volunteers, I almost forgot the uh, <clears> our <throat> our beer tent was almost ran by the Carabella Spa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those people came out, and uh, so yeah. if you need some, sp- if you need to treat yourself, hit them up. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a good team. I uh, can't wait for next year and see where this can grow. Uh, it's a- any forecasts for next year? Anybody? I'm already working on it. I, yeah. I do have, I have a few things already going on. Maybe a second Never. stage or a second ramp, or who knows? Uh, uh, we, well. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. I'm I'm always a fan of duplicating the experiment. Before yes, you, you know, exactly. Yeah, but uh, maybe the ramp will be a little bigger. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. It was just sure. so it was just so crowded. Everybody's snaking everybody. Oh, it's no. like you know. Yeah. But maybe like a, just a spine ramp or maybe right. ex- extension or something. A just little street course or something. Yeah, yeah. definitely right. do fun. have some uh, some good ones coming up for next year. Yeah, that's a fact. And Very then cool. and then give a, give a shout out to the uh, the food trucks because we we hardly even mentioned that. Yeah, actually. Rolling Smoke ran out of food. Nice. Like that's they were super stoked. Sure. Uh, Pucker up lemonade. Uh, Chef Mo with uh, taste buds, and then Moose ice cream and hot dogs. Um, yeah. All did very well. Appreciate y'all coming out, uh, and and you vendors and food trucks and volunteers. Um, we we meant to announce it at, during the Punk in the Park, but our Space Coast Music Festival is going to be November fifth. Uh, we will be activating the links on our website, spacecoastrocks.com, very soon for uh, all y'all. Um, you got early bird ticket sales happening? That's another free event. You know? That's a free event. Yeah. Man. Just yeah. G- g- giving it away. Yeah, well, I it's, love it. it's community-based. That's yeah, right. come out and uh, if you want to be a sponsor and help be a part of that uh, you know, community situation, uh, and we'll have those links. We'll have some different levels for uh, what you're looking for. Um, if you want to volunteer, we'll have our volunteer link. If you are a part of a, a business or a corporate entity that needs some uh, volunteer hours for you for your uh, HR, we can help with that. If you're um, a kid that needs some bright future hours, we can help you with that. Uh, it's a great way to do some community service and at a rad event and and you know get some hours for it. Uh, if you maybe got in a little trouble and need some hours, maybe we can help you with that too. Uh, depends on what you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it definitely beats uh, you know cleaning beaches and, and some other things. I mean, if right. you, you want to clean a park, might as well clean a park with, with all your best friends hanging out with yeah. you. Yeah. Know? And last year we had I don't know like eighty five bands on six stages at the music festival. Right. Uh, we had around eighty vendors. Um, with I think code said us we were around six thousand people so it's a giant event it's a great way to if you're a sponsor looking to get some um notoriety it's a it's a pretty large event yeah um and again it's a charity event uh harbor city local is a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, and the events that we do uh help with community and educational initiatives uh, if you check out our website or our socials you can find a link to the uh, music scholarship program that we have right now if you have a kiddo or if you if you're hard up and cannot afford music lessons and you don't want to be locked out of that type of culture we can help you uh, get some lessons with Wickham Road Music or if you have someone else in mind we can talk about that Groove Shack or something like that uh, if you need instruments to help accomplish that goal we can help find them for you uh, we do have some in storage uh, and 
to um, so that your kiddo can take lessons. Uh, we've talked with some other nonprofits about some communities that they don't even really think about these things because they they just can't afford them. Uh, so spread the word will help you. Uh, you know, learn an instrument. It uh, doesn't matter if it's a trumpet or electric guitar. Uh, you know, we're we're interested in helping you out. Again, Harbor City Local. Hit up our socials. Our website, spacecoastrocks.com, is also our event website for the Space Coast Music Festival and Punk in the Park. And we're hoping to add some more events in this new year. Uh, So take a look at that. If you want to create an event and you're interested in a charity initiative or a community initiative, hit us up. Uh, We're always interested in making those partnerships. But yeah, for Rob, Tony... Um, Steven with Harbor City Local, Jesse with Space Coast Podcast. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, Thank you. We got it, guys. We'll see you next time. We got uh, Scatterbrains here with Skate and Destroy to bring us up. Until next time. Beat!